Hey everyone, it's Trisha, and today I am here to do my first mini-sode, and it's going to be on one of my favorite topics, which is, of course, breastfeeding. It's not going to be long, but I just want to share with you a story of a woman who contacted me the other day to ask me some questions about breastfeeding. Her baby isn't due for another month or so, but she was really worried about getting herself best prepared to learn how to breastfeed and make sure that breastfeeding would go well. We talked for about 10 minutes and she was sort of furiously taking notes throughout the whole conversation. And I realized when I got off the phone how much of a worry that mothers go through wondering if they're going to be able to breastfeed and what they need to do to get it right and how to prepare and what if it goes wrong and truly just wanting to make sure that they are doing absolutely everything that they can to make sure that they get off to a good start. And in the last minute of the conversation, I said to her, the most important thing that you can take away from this conversation and the most important point that I want any of you listening today to take away from this conversation is that the number one rule of breastfeeding is that there are no rules. In all honesty, from having children of my own to counseling hundreds of women through breastfeeding difficulties, the more we can let go of sticking to some sort of strict criteria and expectation for how breastfeeding should go, the better chance we have at successfully having a long-term, healthy, natural, good-feeling breastfeeding relationship with our baby. So when I was getting trained as a lactation consultant, I was very lucky to learn from one of the most renowned people in the field of lactation, Dr. Christina Smiley. And one of the first things she taught us was about the right-brained mother-baby dance of breastfeeding. And I always like to explain it this way to new mothers, because breastfeeding is a relationship. It's not a skill that you need to master, but rather it's a evolving partnership between you and your baby. It's much less intellectual than we like to make it, hence the term right-brain breastfeeding. So our right brain tends to be the side of our brain that is more creative and free-flowing, the side of our brain that can tap into music and dance, whereas the left brain is the logical side, the critical side, the analytical side, the planning and organizing part of our brain. And that's exactly where we don't want to be when we're thinking about breastfeeding. We want to be in that creative, free-flowing, right-brain side of ourselves. Really, if you think about it, if breastfeeding were an intellectual activity, we should have the highest and best rates of breastfeeding of anywhere in the world. We have more access to knowledge and information and textbooks and research here in the United States than anywhere else. But we have exactly the opposite in terms of actual breastfeeding success rates. So we want to go back to that right side of our brain, that part of us that is sensitive and intuitive and emotional, and the part of us that is able to tune in to the little cues that our babies will give us, and the part of us that understands that each and every one of our babies has different needs, and that our bodies are different, and that a one-size-fits-all approach does not work for all mother-baby couples. And honestly, the last thing that we want to give a new mother is a list a mile long of right and wrongs to do around breastfeeding. So if you can start to shift your mindset from thinking that breastfeeding is a skill 
that you need to practice and master and think of it more as building a relationship and a partnership with your baby that will evolve and develop slowly over time based on your needs and their needs and how your body responds to their needs, you will certainly get off to an easier start. And it's not to say that there isn't a time and place for left brain thinking in breastfeeding. Certainly when things are complicated or you need to keep track for good reason of certain variables around your baby, there is a place for this left brain. But the point I just want to make is that there are certain things that we learn in life. For example, riding a bike. We don't learn to ride a bike by studying a manual or listening you know, to some sort of educational video about it. We get on it, we try, we fall, we get up again, we try, we get better, and before long, we're riding a bike smoothly and comfortably. And breastfeeding really is the same thing. It's not perfect the first time we do it. It might not even be perfect the first 30 times we do it. But every time we do it, we learn a little bit about ourselves and a little bit about our baby. And each time we make these little intuitive adjustments and it gets better. And we learn the awkward dance of breastfeeding. If you think about the first time you go out on a dance floor with a stranger, which your baby is basically very new to you, you wouldn't be able to just step out there and be in perfect synchronicity without knowing each other, without knowing the music. You would step on each other's toes a little bit at first. You would feel awkward. You would feel uncomfortable. But as time went on, you would hear the rhythm. You would tune into each other's body movements and you would find the flow. And the same thing happens with breastfeeding. So I know this probably leaves you feeling like, yeah, well, that sounds all really great, but like, really, what do I need to do to actually get started breastfeeding with my baby? And I'm going to tell you the first thing is that I say to all women is forget the rules, be with your baby, skin to skin as much as possible, and any opportunity that they give you to feed them, feed the baby. So any awake, alert state is an opportunity to feed. Interpret every sign as a hunger cue and feed your baby. Feeding your baby from a place of calm and quiet alertness is the best way. It can be very difficult to feed a newborn baby um, who is in a state of crying and upset, while later in a breastfeeding relationship, the breast can be used as a place to calm down a crying baby. It isn't the best way to teach a new baby. So skin to skin time frequently is one way to ensure that you have a calm, quiet, and content baby. Secondly, you want to let your baby lead the way, which means rather than wrapping up your baby very tight in a swaddle and creating sort of a very propped up artificial feeding environment, just allow your baby to seek out your breast. You can of course help them to latch on for the first time or the 10th time or whatever time, but for the most part, let your baby follow their instincts to find their way to the nipple. 